Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. For Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! you miss us? Oh, man, we sure missed you. Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching in statewide television, SWX Montana TV, or maybe you're rolling on the ESPN Montana app. No matter how you're tuning in, thanks so much for being here. Back at it. Crazy to think. This is May 10th, and this is our first show of the month of May. We've been off since April 29th. A ton to get to, a ton to recap, a ton to go through in terms of all of the news of the last week and a half or so. Some stories for you for my time uh, on the road. And, uh, of course, a full jam-packed show filled with all sorts of the best sports talk you're going to find anywhere in the state of Montana. Sorry we were not here yesterday. Some unforeseen circumstances. We're not going to really get into those. Uh, But we are glad to be back. Last week, obviously, a scheduled vacation. I did miraculously somehow some way uh celebrate my 35th date of birth uh last thursday on cinco de mayo and so uh, i customarily at least the last couple of years got into the habit of taking off the first week of may the first week of july and uh then the week between christmas and 
New Year's. That's kind of how I roll. That's also happens to be, coincidentally, just the, the time in which there is a little break in the action uh, in the sporting world. So it works out for me because those are times that I would prefer to, t- to take off anyways. So uh, fun to be back. Sorry we weren't here yesterday, but we're going to get everything in for the week as well. We're going to basically have a combined Monday and Tuesday show today. So what do we got in the show today? We're going to get things started with some stories from my time away. We're, then we're going to give you an update of some of the news from what, while we were gone, including... This is actually the news that's taken the, the sports world in Montana by storm. Uh, I know that there's sort of a hierarchy when it comes to uh, sports that we talk about that people follow uh, here in the state of Montana. And I know that lacrosse is a relatively new sport uh, on the Montana sporting landscape. I had no really idea what lacrosse really... I mean, I knew what the sport was, but I had no real clue about the accessibility of any level of lacrosse. When I was in high school, and actually, uh, I'll tell this story when we get around to this part of the show, but one of the reasons I'm sitting in this chair is actually because of Grizz Lacrosse in a happenstance sort of way. But here we are now where lacrosse has become a little more popular in Montana. The two colleges at Montana have very, very competitive club teams. There's also a little bit of a nuance when you talk about the club element of lacrosse because so many of the varsity division one programs are located regionally and it's not in this region it's on the other side of the country on the east coast and so you have a very high level of lacrosse maybe not even close to as high a level as they're playing at syracuse or johns hopkins but a lot higher of a level than maybe people understand in terms of uh the revenue that's being produced the budget of it all the way that they recruit the quality of the players that they're getting all that's to say, the MCLA tournament that's going on right now in Austin, Texas, is a highly competitive one. And yesterday, the University of Montana had a historic victory. It was their first victory in this MCLA tournament since they won the whole thing when I was still in college back in 2007. I'll tell you the story of how that led to this and me sitting in that chair in about 20 minutes. Tucker Sargent, our great friend, the uh, head coach of the Grizzly Cross team, he will join us here momentarily. I talked to him earlier today. But the news of the day, the Grizzly Cross team with a huge win last night, 9-8 to eight over Florida Gulf Coast. They are into the quarterfinals of the Men's Collegiate Lacrosse Association National Championship Tournament. That was their first win in the national tournament since 2007, since back when I was in college. So a historic landmark win, certainly, for Grizzly Cross. And... Uh, here they are now in the final eight, and they'll play again tonight at 5 p.m. from Round Rock, which is right outside of Austin. And uh, so we'll get you all up to date on that, plus all the rest of the news from the week. Also, the NFL draft happened last weekend. We have not got a shot to recap that, so that'll also be a part of our Montana Sports Hour. That'll be the football angle of it, usually the Montana football slash basketball hour, the first hour of each Monday show here on Nuanas Now. And... Uh, since we didn't have a show yesterday, we're going to do that the first hour of this show. Hour number two, we're also going to talk, by the way, we're also going to talk a little bit about the uh, new news regarding the Shannon Schwain lawsuit against the University of Montana, the former Lady Grizz head coach, a Title IX lawsuit that uh, got a little bit more legs uh, over the weekend. A ruling by the U.S. District Court judge in Missoula means that the... Uh, sexual discrimination lawsuit that Schwain filed against the university last November 
uh, will uh, not be dismissed. There was a motion to dismiss. It will not be dismissed. So uh, looks like this thing is going to carry on. Will it actually go to trial? Will it actually go to court? Not sure, but I, I just I wanted to give the news of the day when it came to that, but also maybe some nuance for the situation uh, as a whole uh, as well, because I do think there's a misperception of what Shannon Schwain is actually suing the University of Montana for. I'm not here to opine about one side or the other. I'm just here to tell you the, the facts of the situation. She's not suing the university for wrongful termination. She's suing the university for Title IX violations. Those are two completely different things. And I think it puts the validity or lack thereof of the case into a uh, much sharper perspective. Hour number two, we're going to keep the Tuesday schedule rolling. Justin Angle, a business angle, the overlay between business and sports. He will join us uh, about 515. He's got a meeting that runs right up until 5, so he'll join us about 515. We'll also get you our Treasure State Stars for the week. So that's another Tuesday staple. We always do that the second hour of every Tuesday show. So we'll give you the ins and the outs of some of the best individual performances from around the state of Montana, whether it's in track and field, collegiate tennis, uh, amateur shooting, lacrosse, of course, or softball. The all-league softball stuff for the Big Sky Conference came out today as well. So we'll get you through our Treasure State Stars to get our number two kicked off. Then we'll have Justin Angle, a business angle, and we'll talk some NBA playoffs as well. So there you go. That is our show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any real estate questions you might have in western Montana, give Brent and his team from Windermere Real Estate a call today. If you want to listen in, tune in, consume the show, live and or archived, you always can. You can always live stream it right off our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live. You'll find the stream. You can also always watch live and or archived this show or anything else that appears on the ESPN Montana app. Go get it downloaded, ESPN Montana, ESPN MT. Both of those will get you there. Great way to consume this product here, this this piece of content. Also a great way to watch and or listen to Grizz Lacrosse and Grizz Hockey. Caveat, because the Grizz are at the national tournament, the ESPN Montana app does not have the rights to carry these national games. So you do have to go to the MCLA website. Um or maybe head on to Dad of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. I know they ho- hoped to host a watch party last night. Had a little trouble with the stream. But to, we'll get an update for you before the end of this show to let you know, yay or nay, if you can watch Grizz uh, lacrosse down there. But either way, go get that ESPN Montana app. It's going to be a great way for you to follow Grizz hockey next fall and winter. But also it's a great way to just watch and or listen to this show uh, each and every day. And, of course, you can always also check us out on YouTube. Nuana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you joining in. You can also always find us on YouTube as well. And of course, we're coming to you through the Northwest Motorsport Studio. You can check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest by visiting online nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. So I got my... uh, vacation, as it were, 
kicked off. First, I, I got to say that I know there's a lot of you out there that really love the vacationing. And there's a lot of you out there that love the uh, the rhythm of the nine to five and then maybe the rhythm of your three or four or five or however many weeks you're lucky enough to get off each year. I do enjoy taking some time off. I also really, really enjoy my job, and I also really, really enjoy pushing the envelope and pushing this thing forward. And so a great deal of my time while I was away was spent brainstorming a bunch of stuff for the future of our, you know, shall we call it burgeoning enterprise here at ESPN Montana combined with Skyline Sports and the great partnership we've been able to have here between Skyline and Missoula Broadcasting Company. And so uh, stay tuned for that. Also, though, sometimes I count the experiences that I get to have while quote-unquote working as some of the best things that I get to do. So I actually think my vacation kicked off the last Friday of April up at Great Wolf Peak Casino because I got to sit and chat with not one, not two, but three NBA legends, basketball legends. It was... uh. Interesting the way it all worked out as well because we were up there for a superstar meet and greet featuring five former all-star basketball players. Otis Birdsong, Michael Ray Richardson, who played his college ball at Montana before going on to become a star, uh, even if it was a checkered uh, resume, uh, certainly a star in the NBA. Artis Gilmore, a Hall of Famer. Calvin Murphy, a Hall of Famer. And George the Iceman Gervin, not only a Hall of Famer, one of the great players, one of the great scorers in the history of the game. Well, these guys, most of them, Michael Ray Richardson obviously had kicked it around Western Montana, but the rest of the guys, they had not uh, been here for a long time, if ever before. And so they were trying to experience Montana, but then they were playing some golf and they got caught up on one of the golf courses up at Flathead Lake. So they actually arrived to the Gray Wolf Peak Casino a little late. So we had a spot slated out to get Michael Ray Richardson on the show about 4.30 of that Friday. And they weren't going to be there, but still it was okay. I was going to get to meet him and see him, but I probably wasn't going to get to interview him. But that was fine. You know, we, we were ad and making it work, which is, you know, what we do best around here. But then I got to see these guys walk in. And then, sort of impromptu, they started coming over to where I was sitting and just sat down. So it was like we were in the middle of playing a pre-recorded segment with the chick who doesn't know sports, our great friend Carolyn, and I just had to boom, press stop, because George Gervin is sitting right across from me. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, what's the deal here? But this is good. And uh, that's all to say then I got to interview George Gervin, Artis Gilmore, and Michael Ray Richardson. It was a great thrill for me. Um it's so funny to think the the people that you get to meet through this job, but it was a true highlight of mine, not only because of the prowess and prestige of those guys and because I'd read so much about them as kids, when I was a kid, excuse me, but also because of the unlikely nature. Very cool to meet Michael Ray Richardson, but that also wasn't like outside of my realm of, of comprehending because, you know, because of his Grizz ties, I was always pretty confident that I could figure out a way to get an interview with him if I could ever track him down. Okay, regardless. 
Uh, I never, ever thought I was going to be sitting and shaking hands with George the Iceman Gervin. And we'll just leave it at that. It was a great highlight to start off a, a great birthday week uh, away from ESPN Radio. So then on Saturday, I got up and drove over to Coeur d'Alene. And uh, our friends at the Coeur d'Alene Resort put us up for a night and uh, play a little golf there with our main man, Kyle Sample. Good, good friend of this show, great friend of mine. And, uh, of course... In typical Coraline fashion, I've been over there multiple times, and it's the most beautiful course. It's the most beautiful setting. But it was raining and windy, and I'm not saying that's a, a, a consistent over there. In fact, I think it's more, more often than not pretty nice uh, this time of year. We just always seem to catch the bad weather. So I didn't play great golf, uh, but I did have a great time. And then we had a nice dinner in Coraline and came back on Sunday. And then Monday... Uh, did a little housekeeping around here, both at my own home as well as uh, around Missoula Broadcasting, and then took off for Las Vegas, Sin City, on Monday night. And I had a great couple days there in Vegas. Uh, on Monday, we uh, went to a Cirque de Soleil show, which was unbelievable. If you've never seen one of the Cirque shows, they're absolutely well worth your time and money. One of the most vibrant and impressive and unlikely displays of athleticism and performance that I've ever seen. It rivals literally anything. I have been second row at NBA games. I have sat on the glass at NHL games. I have been, uh, I've actually only ever been to one NFL game, and it was when Tim Tebow was trying to play quarterback for the Denver Broncos. So (laughs) that one doesn't really count as far as the uh, majestic athleticism you can observe. That's all to say Cirque de Soleil is unbelievable. We saw the Ka show at MGM Grand, and it was super fun. Uh, a super great way to kick off our trip. The next day, uh, we mobbed up and down the strip. We walked about 11 miles, which was very fun, and uh, was with a group of people, several of whom had never been to Las Vegas before. So that's always an interesting experience, showing people you know, just how outlandish and unbelievable and stimulating and never-ending and uh, just based in hustle and it's just a totally different world. If you've been there, you absolutely know what I'm talking about. So we went up and down, checked out a couple of the the places that are newer or have been remodeled. I was actually very amazed with the way Vegas has so, so many of the big cities right now in America. And I'm not trying to go down any political route whatsoever, but they're struggling to maintain their identity. They're also struggling to maintain just their, their quality, their, their cleanliness. And I was uh, surprised and also not surprised that Vegas was absolutely the cleanest and most sparkling city I've been to over the last couple years. So, I mean, direct correlation, right? you got a a massive influx of money. You have the ability to take care of uh, your place. And obviously, I was only on the Strip and in Old Town Vegas. I never went to any of the other parts of what's, you know, a three million person city. So there's obviously probably a lot of areas that maybe aren't uh, as uh, sparkling clean. But here nor there, I was impressed by that element of Vegas. Then uh, on Thursday... Excuse me, on Tuesday, we uh, went on some more adventures, laid down some bets on some of the NBA games, which, by the way, we're going to talk about this with Justin Angle. I found it fascinating that sports gambling has been made legal in Montana, which then makes like this, w- what was such a a, um, a mystique, what, what was such a, uh, a novelty of being able to bet on sporting events it's not nearly the novelty anymore because I can just go to my, you know, right down the street. There's like 50 Sportsbet Montana kiosks in Missoula alone. You can get them all over the place, which, by the way, thanks to Sportsbet Montana for their 
continued sponsorship of this show. You can go to Sportsbet Montana and click on locations if you want to find a kiosk anywhere near you. See that? I took a week off, and I'm still flowing right there on the live reads. But regardless, I found it very fascinating because I love gambling. I love playing cards. My family actually spent uh, – my parents actually lived in Nevada for most of the 1980s into the early 1990s. And so uh, poker, blackjack, we played that growing up a bunch. My mom always tells everybody that's how we learned math so well because we were playing <laughs> stud and, and blackjack at the kitchen table. My old man was the most hilarious card dealer, and uh, we used to have so much fun playing cards. All that's to say is I like gambling not because I necessarily like – even the winning, I just liked the action. But it was very fascinating to me because I hardly even sat down at a card table because there was ability to gamble on sports, but also the ability to gamble on sports was no different than what I experienced in Montana. So that was uh, sort of an interesting fold as well. And uh, then Tuesday night, we went to an amazing dinner at a Bobby Flay restaurant. Had octopus for the first time, so that was uh, an interesting uh, adventure. I thought it was delicious. I loved it. Uh, I would wonder what octopus not cooked at a five-star Bobby Flay restaurant might taste like, but this was exceptional. I really liked it. And then I went to a little late-night comedy show Tuesday night, and then Wednesday, uh, read by the pool, went and checked out Old Town Vegas, mobbed up and down Fremont Street, and uh, then we hit up Silk Sonic. That's right. Saw Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack live and in person. It was a complete surprise. I had no idea we were going. What a great treat. And uh, what a great show. So a couple days in Vegas, then we got back in the saddle here, and uh, now here we are back on the radio. It's Nuana's now on ESPN Radio, as well as on SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for being here. This is the Montana Sports Hour. You couldn't control when you were in an accident, but if you've been injured because of someone else's negligent driving, you can control when you call for help. The advocates will take over all the details of your case, so all you need to do is rest and get better. Give the advocates a call anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 640-4444. That's 406-640-4444. And remember, you deserve an advocate. We're going to get to all the news of the week, but we do have to get to the news of the day, which is the Grizz lacrosse team beating Florida Gulf Coast. 9-8 to eight last night. They got a 7-2 to two lead at halftime. They let it dwindle away. A tense match all the way down the stretch. It was tied 8-8 eight to eight for like the last 10 or 15 minutes. Then the Grizz get a goal with 12 seconds remaining, and boom, they're into the quarterfinals. This is the first time they've won a game at the national tournament since 2007, back when I was in college. I'll tell you that story after this, but here is our good friend and the head coach of the University of Montana Grizz lacrosse team. Tucker Sargent from earlier today. This is part of the Montana Sports Hour presented by the Advocates. Well, it's a rare occasion that we have a guest on two days in a row, but this is a special one because huge win by the University of Montana lacrosse team yesterday at the MCLA National Tournament in Austin, Texas. Tucker Sargent, head coach of Grizz Lacrosse, joins us again, and it came down the wire, a thriller last night for the Grizz. They build a big lead, and then it's tied, and then all of a sudden they win in the final second. So, Tuck, uh, just take us through it. 9-8 uh, to eight over Florida Gulf Coast, a pretty huge win for the program. First time that this team has won at the national tournament since we were in college back in 2007. Yeah, it was uh, something that, you know, you hope it goes a little bit easier for your first round. But again, at, uh, at this point in the season, at this tournament, every team's good. And, uh, you know, so you've got to play a full, a full game to 
you know, get it done. And, you know, fortunately, we played well enough in the first half. Uh, I think we had a 7-2 to two lead and the, the team was clicking. But, you know, sometimes halftime can just be a serious momentum killer. And, uh, you know, talking to the team, everyone was playing well. It was clicking, looking good. But, you know, you come out with that lead, and I think our guys just, you know, felt a little too comfortable. The third quarter was pretty tough. They, I think they outscored us 5-1 to one in the third quarter. And, uh, you know, a lot of that was due to, I think, kind of getting away from our system that was working the first half. Guys feeling like, you know, the, 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 they were able to score a little easier than they were, taking some ill-advised shots. And, you know, I think also the moment, too. You know, like, you, you it's uh, it, it's a big stage, and uh, sometimes you just you forget who you are and what you're doing for lapses and, uh, the, their Florida Gulf Coast goalie is tremendously good and got really hot. So we started taking some uh, little longer range shots that he was eating up and seeing really well tracking down, which effectively became turnovers. And he was just clearing the ball halfway down the field right off the bat. They were getting down on offense. So, you know, defensively, I think we played pretty well the entire time, um, you know, holding them to eight goals. Offensively, we, we sputtered in the third. There was a long stretch there where it felt like an eternity that we hadn't scored a goal, but fortunately we had enough to uh, ride it out. And uh, the last play of the game, you know, we had the ball with about 45 seconds left. We called a timeout to run a play. Um, That play didn't work out. They got the ball, and then somehow... Uh, our attack, the number one, Peter Curran, made a miraculous play. I'm still not even sure how he got the ball. Defense was passing the goalie, trying to clear the ball down, and he got his stick in there somehow. It ended up in his stick. Uh, very, very incredibly. And he makes a heads-up play, and he, he finds a streaking midfielder coming down, hits Ben Jaden, number 30, who uh, took a great shot and buried it for the win with, I think, about 12 seconds left. And uh, that that proved to be enough. But, man, I felt like I aged many years in that final 30 minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, compare and contrast, because you were on the team that, that won in 2007. So uh, now as the coach, well, I mean, what's it like between a player and a coach? It's way worse as a coach. I mean, way worse. Player, right. Your job's pretty simple. You're just going out there playing, and you know it's you know you're affecting what you can affect. I mean, from a, a coaching standpoint, you you try and I mean, most of what you do is in practice and in preparation, and in the game, it's up to the players to execute. So you know, you try and bring them in. You try and get them going and I think the big message for us was you know when things start getting tough you really you got to stick with your team you can't you got to make sure that there's no infighting no finger pointing it's like guys hey we got here together we're going to get out of this together and that was the message in the fourth quarter is like look it's a game now this is a good team but we're a better team so what are you going to do when times get tough and how are we going to get through this? And it's it's coming together and playing as a team and you only got to win by one. And fortunately, you know, little luck was on our side with that play that Pete made, but it was enough and it put the team over. But it's, I way rather be a player in those situations than a coach. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker Sargent joining us here on Nuanas Now. The Grizz Lacrosse team, a 9-8 to victor over Florida Gulf Coast last night at the MCLA National Tournament. First win at Nationals for the Grizz since 2007. Our uh, our old buddy, our, our old mutual colleague, Ryan Tutel, he, he has been digging in forever that Momentum is not a part of sports. I think he's so crazy for thinking such things. But how much of it is a part of it in, in lacrosse? I mean, and how do you how do you seize it back when you are losing it? Like you guys, you know, you, you kind of built it and then lost it and then had to regain it. How do you do it? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think momentum is is a tremendously important part of sports, especially a game of lacrosse where it is high scoring, much as it is in bad. I mean, all sports have momentum, and I, I think Ryan's nuts for thinking that's not about it. And, you know, we had the momentum going into halftime, and that's what I was alluding to halftime, is like that was a serious momentum killer. Like, you know, the la- you know that's why coaches call times out when teams go on a run, right? You're trying to kill that flow that they've got going. And halftime's sort of just a built-in momentum killer, and you know, which can be good or bad, right, depending on what side of it you're on. For us, it, it showed to be sort of a negative because it, it, it gave guys a, a moment to pause and think about the situation, which I think in our instance in this past game, you know, just playing and doing what we were doing is what we needed to keep doing. And um, so the halftime was a bit of a momentum killer. And, you know, Florida Gulf Coast, they were slinging it, man. It's a team that likes to shoot a lot. Their goalie got hot. And, you know, once they got a couple of goals, they went from feeling like it was, you know, done and over and out to they have a chance. And it's something you don't want to see as a team to believe that they can win. And Florida Gulf Coast got to that. And it was so, you know, we really had to just, you know, figure out a way to slow their momentum and, you know, get our groove back. And, you know, it took almost all of the fourth quarter. But we were able to do it. And, you know, a, a number of guys stepped up and made, you know, I'm not going to cite every play in there, but there was probably four or five instances where guys you know i need their clear you know got a turnover and brought the ball back and um we were able to really they, they didn't get any goals for the last you know eight eight to ten minutes of the fourth quarter and you know it took us a while to get our our juices flowing again but you know slowing them down gave us a chance to you know have the opportunity to win at the game but momentum's huge it seems like across all sports too i don't know what the dynamic is i actually wish i could put my finger on the why I think part of it is just that sports across the country, especially at the college level, there's just so many good athletes now. I mean, there's just so many good athletes in, in every sport, at every level of every sport. But it seems like the, this phenomenon of upsets, which is what we love about sports, especially collegiate sports, especially collegiate tournament sports, it seems like it's more prevalent than ever. I know when the, when the dust settled in the Final Four this year, you know, you had Duke and North Carolina and whatever, but there was so many upsets early on. And that happened at this tournament as well. Almost all the teams from out west, including the number two seed, College of Idaho, who was the PNCLL champions of the regular season and undefeated until you guys beat them in the PNCLL. Go ahead. Well, we were the PNCL champions. Well, right, right. You guys won the tournament, right? So they, so they were the, I guess, just to say the top seed in the tournament, and then you guys defeated them. Yeah. Uh, but, but it, they lost yesterday as well, and you saw sort of upsets across the board with several different uh, higher seeds, including that College of Idaho team that was the number two overall seed going down. So uh, why is it, or I guess, w- w- just explain this phenomenon to people from a lacrosse perspective, because it seemed like yesterday uh, it was a wide-open tournament, and that was a pretty significant upset for College of Idaho to lose yesterday as well. It, it was definitely significant. I can't say I'm totally surprised by it for a number of reasons. Uh, one, uh, just how their team is built and the conditions we're playing in, and uh, also a factor of geography and to see how the seeding process is done. So, I mean, when you look at the College of Idaho game, you know, it was played in the heat of the day. I think they started at about 4 o'clock. And they have a thin roster. They have a very talented roster. But, you know, to win, to do well in this tournament, de- tournament depth is a, a major part of it. And um, they're, they're lacking that where they have, you know, they're, you know, 18 strong. But they can't really 
they can't spell guys. They can't sure. give guys a breather. And, you know, that was one thing we were able to do. We, we, we went fairly deep in our roster early on, knowing that, you know, it's hot, it's warm. You know, maybe these guys wouldn't play in a different situation, but we had to take some risks there just so when, when the moments were bigger, our guys were fresh. And College of Idaho didn't have that luxury. And then the other the other factor, like I said, is the geography. Uh, UNC Charlotte was a 15 seed, but I think they're the scariest 15 seed out there. They they played a schedule where, you know, they won all their games, but they didn't have any marquee wins. So the, their seeding was based on, you know, strength of schedule is always a big component of it. When you play a lot of tough opponents, you know, if you win those, then you're going to be hired. If you play a good game, you know, that's a quality win that comes into play. UNC Charlotte won a bunch of games, but they weren't against very good teams. They were suffering from their schedule, which is not really their fault. I think they'll probably look at it next year and try and schedule some tougher out-of-conference games. But they're a good team. And, you know, so they ended up with a, 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 five, a five seed or a 15 seed, excuse me. But, you know, they're probably, they're, they're probably the best 15 seed that this tournament has seen in a long time as well. It's so interesting, too, because this is a 16-team bracket. So even when you're talking about 15 and 16 seeds, these are still top 15 and 16 teams in the country. So a uh, very competitive field. Tucker Sargent joining us here, Grizz Lacrosse head coach. Grizz beat Florida Gulf Coast 9-8 to on a thrilling finish. 12 seconds left when the game-winning goal hit the back of the net. And now the Grizz move on. They play again tonight. So... Tell us about this transition, Tuck. You, this is a new frontier for you guys as coaches. I have to turn the page and, and play right away, at least in the national tournament. I know you've done it in the conference tournament many times. So how do you sort of hone this in, appreciate the historic victory that it was, but also get ready for what should be another great match against Cal State Marcos tonight? Well, I think you enjoy it for about 10 minutes, and then you got to move on because we're, you know, we're here to, you know, yeah, we won our first, we won the first round game, which is the first time we've done it as a team in my ten years coaching, which is certainly excellent. Um, and the players deserve all the credit for being able to pull that out. But you know, we have higher aspirations, and we've got a quality opponent in Cal State San Marcos, and they upset the number three seed Kennesaw State. But I would say Cal State San Marcos is another team that you look at similar to uh, UNC Charlotte where you know they were based on the west coast they had a schedule that wasn't terribly difficult but it's a very athletic team uh, a very good team and they won again all but a couple games that year or this season so i think you know again they're a dangerous team i i saw them play kennesaw state beforehand and they absolutely dominated them so it's going to be you know again every team here is good it's going to be an absolute fight to see you know Who's, who wants it more at this point? Um, I think one thing that we've done well, like you said, is the turnaround time. We're one of the few teams that does play multiple games in a weekend, mostly because of our geography. And, you know, when you travel, you try and, you know, you got budget constraints and everything there. So if you're going to go somewhere, you got to make it worth it and get multiple games. So the good news is our kids are used to this quick turnaround but emotionally in this stage it's it's a different beast and you know when you're when you're playing with your back against the walls win or go home you know how how do we mentally prepare for that so you know we've been watching film we watched the game yesterday um trying to get to know the opponent as best we can um it's a quick turnaround because you're always focusing on the current opponent so you know we've got like 15 hours to get it done um so we'll have team meetings today you know change up some things get some looks and some matchups that we like and uh kind of change how we're playing but i feel like you know 
we've played a, a big schedule on a lot of games in uh, tight turnaround times, and our guys have gotten used to you know adaptability, and I think that's key for this. And you know, again, it's hot. It's going to be uh, 95 degrees when we the <laughs> when the first whistle starts. So I'd say again, playing another Southern team that's used to more heat than us, but hopefully our depth and uh, our experience can help us get through this. 5 p.m. tonight, local time, Cal State Mark San Marcos versus the University of Montana at the MCLA National Lacrosse Tournament. Target Sergeant, head coach for Grizzly Lacrosse, joining us. Hey, man, hopefully we'll be talking again soon because this is fun. Keep on rolling, and the best of luck tonight. Uh, thanks, Coach. I'd love to talk to you again. We will certainly recap with our good friend, Tucker Sargent, regardless of what happens, win, lose, or draw. But good luck to the Grizzly Cross team tonight. A fascinating dynamic here as well that many of the teams from out west, North Dakota State, Utah State, Montana State, College of Idaho, they all lost in the first round yesterday. So the, the lone representative from the west the University of Montana into the quarterfinals. Cal State San Marcos tonight, 5 p.m., so just about half an hour from now. We'll, we'll give you an update on everything else that happened around the world of sports, including the NFL draft, right after this. Keep it right here, 1029 ESPN Radio. It's Nuanas Now. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. First time since 2007, the Grizz Lacrosse team is moving on at the MCLA National Tournament. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The last time the University of Montana Lacrosse team won a game at the MCLA National Tournament, head coach and director Tucker Sargent was a player. That year back in 2007, the Grizz went on to win their lone MCLA National Championship. The Grizz had lost in the first round in 2017 and 2019 in their only appearances since 2007. On Monday night in Round Rock, Texas, six-seeded Montana rode the roller coaster, surging to a 7-2 halftime lead over Florida Gulf Coast before letting the advantage slip away. By the final 10 minutes, the action was locked in an 8-8 tie, but the Grizz got a goal with 12 seconds remaining to earn a 9-8 victory in advance. Montana is now 7-4 all-time at the national tournament. Montana will play number 14 seed Cal State San Marcos in the quarterfinals at 5 p.m. Tuesday. Cal State San Marcos was one of three teams to pull off a seeding upset in the first round, knocking off number 3 Kennesaw State 14-6. Number 8 Montana State was taken down by number nine Missouri State in the opening round, 13 to eight. And finally, Troy Anderson added one more amateur award to his trophy case before the former Montana State star enters the NFL. Saturday, Anderson was awarded the Montana AAU Little Sullivan Award given to the top amateur male and female athletes in the Treasure State. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. 
popping too. These blue dolphins need two coffins. All she wanted some healed money. All she needed some bill money. He takes time, he counts it out. I weighs it up. That's real money. Check the neck, check the wrist. Them heads turning. That's exorcist. My Audemars like Mardi Gras. That's Swiss time and that's excellence. Two door preference. Roof gone. George Jefferson. That white frost on that pound cake. So your Duncan Hines sit relevant. Woo! Lambo. When you type in on the streaming platforms, the music platforms, Ka Cirque du Soleil, which is the Cirque du Soleil show I went to. This is the first song that popped up. So that's why we're listening to Kanye like we needed a reason. Welcome back. Hope you're having a great Tuesday. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, or maybe the ESPN Montana app. Montana Sports Hour rolls on. We usually do this the first hour of every Monday show, but we were off yesterday, so we're back at it today. Montana Sports Hour, proudly presented by the Advocates, reminding you that you deserve an advocate. No out-of-pocket expense until a settlement is recovered for you. No need to stress. The Advocates will answer your questions and guide you through every single step of your case. Call 406-640-6444 today or chat online, montanaadvocates.com. 6404444 the advocates proud presenter of the Montana football basketball sports hour the way we kick off the week that the advocates presents how we get this thing started each and every week here's what you missed while we were gone i was out on vacation last week Coulter Nuanas, by the way coming to you through the northwest motorsports studio uh, i was out last week and then the uh, extended into this uh, upcoming week just this monday and uh, we won't talk any more about that but here we are uh, back at it, back in the saddle. But here's all the things that you missed that we haven't had a chance to commentate, analyze any of that while we were away. The NFL draft played out last weekend, last weekend to April. It was actually in Las Vegas. I actually was staying just down the street from where the actual draft took place. So that was kind of cool to see the the post-draft setup still being taken down and things like that. But Troy Anderson... Montana State University goes number 58 overall in the second round of the Atlanta Falcons. The superlatives that come with that selection are long. From our perspective here at Nuanas now, from a Montanan's perspective, a Montana sports show perspective, Troy Anderson, the highest drafted player who's from Montana, he's from Dillon, who stayed in Montana for college of the Big Sky Conference era, the highest drafted player that's a Montanan who went to school in Montana, Dating back to 1963, it actually dates all the way back to 1938. Milt Popovich, the Butte Missile, was the number 15 overall selection in the NFL draft in 1938. He is the only person ever higher selected who went to a Montana high school and college than Troy Anderson. Troy Anderson, also the highest drafted player on the Big Sky Conference in the 21st century. He matched Scott Shields of Weber State, who I believe is one of only four unanimous first-team All-League players in the history of the league. Scott Shields was equally the number 58 overall pick uh, in the 1999 NFL Draft. Troy Anderson, the highest-picked player from a Montana school since Scott Gregg went in the mid-second round out of Montana back in 1994, and uh, a whole bunch of other superlatives uh, the highest-drafted Bobcat since Joey Thomas went in the third round in 2004 and actually the second-highest-drafted Bobcat ever for Troy Anderson behind only Bill Kohler, who was the number 23 overall pick in the 1974 draft, one of only two guys in the history of the Big Sky Conference, along with Sean Collins of Northern Arizona, 
to go in the first round of the NFL draft. Bill Kohler was. So Troy Anderson uh, setting records as he did throughout his time at Montana State. And uh, I think that his fit with the Atlanta Falcons is a very good one. We're actually going to break down that fit probably tomorrow. Uh, we'll break down a lot of the fits for the guys from around the Big Sky Conference. But that was one thing you missed was that. I'm sure you knew about it, but we will have further analysis of Troy Anderson to Atlanta, as well as Daniel Hardy, who was a seventh-round draft pick, All-American defensive end out of Montana State by the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, three other Bobcats then signed undrafted free agent contracts. Lewis Kidd, from, uh, who was an offensive lineman at of Montana State, he's headed to the New Orleans Saints. Lance McCutcheon, a wide receiver from MSU, a Bozeman native, he is headed to the Los Angeles Rams. And Trey Webb, who is a transfer safety from San Jose State who played his final season at MSU in 2021, he got a rookie minicamp invite from the Atlanta Falcons. We are efforting a lot of these guys to come on the show and actually just heard back from two of them. So, Daniel Hardy... Will join us tomorrow here on Nuanas Now. It'll be fun catching up with him. And Lance McCutcheon will join us on Friday. Uh, so look forward to catching up with Lance. Also have a message in to Dylan Cook, the offensive tackle from Montana, the lone grizzly to get an NFL opportunity. The big six foot six, three hundred and ten pounder out of Butte, Montana. He's headed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So uh, a crazy and cool story for Dylan Cook, a guy that grew up in Butte, played quarterback in high school, was lightly recruited. Ended up at Montana State Northern as a quarterback. Then transfers to Montana as a walk-on. And ends up converting to offensive tackle. Pretty good move. Ends up starting more than 20 games in a row. Becomes a team captain for the Grizzlies. Gets a shot in the NFL. So uh, a true story of perseverance as well as flexibility. uh, As well as believing in yourself, betting on yourself. So hopefully we will hear from Dylan Cook Uh, in short order as well. Other pieces of news as the Montana Sports Hour rolls on. Remember, the Montana Sports Hour presented by The Advocates. You can always chat online 24-7 at MontanaAdvocates.com. Ed Pudney, a senior from England for the University of Montana men's tennis team. He was named Big Sky Conference men's tennis MVP yesterday, so congratulations to him. Trey Morris, the head coach at Montana State Men's Tennis, actually was the head coach at Montana State Men's Tennis. He was named the Big Sky Conference Coach of the Year, but he resigned a couple days before receiving the uh, award. Uh, He cited family family priorities in the press release. So uh, I know the the story here. It's nothing nefarious. It is something to do with his family, uh, his kids. We're not going to go any farther into it than that. It's it's. It's a private deal, but there is nothing nefarious. But it is uh, sort of bittersweet for Montana State to have the Big Sky Conference Men's Tennis Coach of the Year, Trey Morris, but now he's moving on after resigning last week. Also, uh, the outdoor track and field and softball seasons are winding down, so we'll have more coverage of those for you. The Tom Gage Classic was here in Missoula over the weekend. University of Montana celebrated their only men's men's conference track title, excuse me, the Grizz won the Big Sky Conference in men's track and field back in 1972, and they had a 50th anniversary celebration on Saturday uh, here in Missoula. One of the highlights, but uh, a couple other highlights, including uh, a couple records broken. We'll get to that in our second hour with uh, our Treasure State Stars. Shannon Schwain's lawsuit uh, has been 
pushed forward. A ruling by the U.S. District Court judge in Missoula has paved the way for the former University of Montana women's basketball coach to proceed with the sex discrimination lawsuit she filed against UM last November. The case will not require arbitration, as the University of Montana requested. Schwain served as the head coach for the Lady Grizz for four seasons before her contract was not renewed in 2020. Uh, the news of the ruling denying UM's motion to compel arbitration and dismiss the complaint uh, that came out over the weekend. And uh, the only defendant listed in the lawsuit is University of Montana. So we'll get into some of the ins and outs of that lawsuit uh, here in just a minute. But a couple more pieces of news from while we were gone. This is actually from today. A sixth University of Montana men's basketball player into the NCAA transfer portal. Derek Carter-Hollinger, who was a junior last year for Montana, once upon a time the Big Sky Conference freshman of the year for the Grizzlies. He's into the portal. Uh, he comes His entry into the portal comes after the May 1st deadline, so that means he does not get the free transfer waiver. The, the, the free one-time transfer rule does not apply, so we'll see where uh, DCH ends up. A guy that's joined us on this show many times, a guy I much enjoyed getting to know and talk to, and a guy who had a hard time staying healthy at Montana, so we'll see where Derek Carter-Hollinger lands. is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. TJ Session, who's the most high-profile entry from the Montana State football team, he's landed in the Pac-12. He announced earlier this week he will be uh, transferring to Cal. Uh, It's actually funny to think about. Cal had massive injury problems and a uh, perceived, at least, talent deficit on their offensive line the last couple years, but specifically last year. And it's also really interesting to compare and contrast because now when you really think about it, the offensive line unit for Montana State in 2019 was a unit that included three all-conference guys in Lewis Kidd, Taylor Tuiasa-Sopo, and Zach Red, plus two more that headed on to Power Fives. Connor Wood transferred to Missouri last offseason, and TJ Session transfers to Cal. Now, Lewis Kidd is into the NFL with the New Orleans Saints. And uh, so I guess the point is, you could argue probably man for man, the last couple years, Bobcats have been better than a lot of teams uh, on the offensive line, and maybe the Cal Bears. I can't go fully down that avenue without fully analyzing it, but what I'm saying is, it will be a jump for Session to transfer for, to the Pac-12, but Session will be a welcome addition to the Cal Bears roster, and I bet you he'll have an inside track at starting on the offensive line uh, there in Berkeley. Big Sky Softball and Track and Field Championships commence this weekend, uh, so we'll have full coverage of all of that for you, both leading up to it and coming out of it. And uh, so there you go. There is a look at some of the uh, news that occurred while I was away the last 10 days or so here on Nuanas Now. It is ESPN Radio. Maybe watching SWX Montana Television or on the ESPN Montana app. We'll go through all the ins and outs of all the players from the Big Sky Conference that got NFL opportunities. Maybe maybe in hour number two or maybe uh, later on this week. Well, we got to get out because I want to clarify a few things just quickly about this ongoing lawsuit between former Montana women's basketball coach Shannon Schwain and the University of Montana as a whole. We will do that here on the Montana Sports Hour, as it were, presented by the Advocates right after this. No out-of-pocket expenses until a settlement is recovered for you. Remember, you can call the Advocates anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, or you can visit online, montanaadvocates.com. 
No need to stress. The advocates will answer your questions and guide you through every step of the case. Call 406-640-4444 or chat online at montanaadvocates.com. Remember, you deserve an advocate. What's going on with the actual details of Shannon Schwain's lawsuit against the University of Montana? We'll tell you more next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Headlines. There was a bunch of headlines while we were away. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Go check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Just a few minutes left here on the Montana Sports Hour. It's presented by the Advocates. Appreciate the Advocates for all their support here at ESPN Radio. You couldn't control that you were in an accident, but if you've been injured because of someone else's negligent driving, you can control who you call for help. The Advocates will take over the details of your case, so all you need to do is rest and get better. Call the Advocates anytime, 406-640-4444 today. I want to just talk a little bit about this lawsuit between Shannon Schwain and the University of Montana. I do not want to debate the ins and outs of the two sides of this. I just want to clarify a few things. I think, and this has just come from hearing conversations around the community, having conversations with people around Missoula and the state of Montana, I feel like there's this overwhelming perception that Shannon Schwain is suing the University of Montana for wrongful termination. That's incorrect. It's almost correct, but it's incorrect. Shannon Schwain is suing the University of Montana for sex discrimination. It is a Title IX lawsuit. Almost everything that is listed in the uh, initial documents that's in the complaint and demand for a jury trial is what the document's official title is, is all about specific Title IX violations by the University of Montana Athletic Department. So this is not Shannon Schwain saying, I did not deserve to be fired. Give me my job back. This is Shannon Schwain saying, here's all the ways I was incorrectly fired. Here is the ways that the University of Montana is operating Again, at least in this moment in time, this four years as Schwain's time as head coach, against and in the face of Title IX rules. She cites uh, disparity in practice time, uh, inequality in practice time, inequality in salary. And again, all of this stuff comes with nuance. Like, it's not crazy to perceive that the men's basketball coach would be paid more 
than the women's basketball coach. But when there is a Title IX violation, and if they can prove any of the Title IX violations within this lawsuit, then each one's going to stack up on itself. So again, we're going to have a legal expert on, not necessarily to analyze the ins and outs of this specific case, but to analyze the ins and outs of what this case is actually about. Again, it's it's as simple as this. Shannon Schwain is not suing the University of Montana because she feels as if she was wrongly terminated. She's suing the University of Montana because she feels she was terminated in the wrong way, as well as the duration of her time there treated inequitably. That's what it is. Every university, every public state university in the country has a Title IX office, and so many things stem from charges, investigations, and violations that come from said Title IX office. So we're going to get into this more later on, but the news of the day is that the U.S. District Court here uh, in Montana, Judge Dana Christensen, ruled to deny the University of Montana's motion to compel arbitration and dismiss the complaint. In other words, this will carry forward, uh, at least for the time being. So we'll keep you up to date on how all of that goes, and uh, we'll have a legal expert on to analyze more further into the future. Treasure State Stars, a business angle, NBA playoffs, and maybe a little NFL draft, all that and more. Hour number two of Nuwana is now coming at you. This has been the Montana Sports Hour Closing with the Montana Basketball Hour, presented by the Advocates. You can always chat online with a representative at MontanaAdvocates.com, or you can call them anytime, 24-7-640-4444. No need to stress. The Advocates will answer your questions and guide you through every step of every case. Remember, you deserve an advocate. Hour 2 coming at you hot. Treasure State Stars gets things kicked off. How about a couple broken school records, a couple Big Sky MVPs? That and more next. Keep it right here. Nuanas now. ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get Commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.